Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just Be. And holy crap, I just tried to record this. <laughs> and it was so scatterbrained. I. Today I'm talking about reading. Let's start there. <laughs> I literally just had to restart because it was. I mean, I was. I had a lot. I have a lot of things going on. Let's start. Let's start. A little a life update, today update, whatever. Um. So. It is 12.48. I have a study abroad meeting at 1. I'm just going to introduce the podcast right now, and then I'm going to come back to this once I'm done with my study abroad meeting and come back. And um, But I just wanted to re- redo it because <laughs> I was also doing my laundry, had to like stop to get my laundry. Marley called me, told me some exciting news, got distracted there. Then I had to set up a meeting for my cultural anthropology professor for office hours for him very confusing. Never had set up a Zoom meeting before. And so I have a meeting at one, a meeting at three, and then I have a meeting at seven. Oh my God. And I have an Arabic meeting too. Um, what time is the Arabic meeting? Oh my God. What is my life, dude? It's at 4.30. So I have a lot of things going on today, but I wanted to take some time to do something for myself because I need to do that. And so anyway, this is probably going to be a shorter podcast because today I'm talking about books that I like, books, the book that I'm reading right now, actually books, plural, because I, um, I just like to be different <laughs> and read five million books at the same time, but I'll, I'll get, kind of get to that later, but yeah, so as I just told you, I have four meetings today, kind of back to back to back to back to back, and I have to get a ton of work done so I can have a worry-free day tomorrow to be able to pack, get ready to go home, and I don't know. I'm very excited to go home. I, it's, yeah, it's April break. I'm a little sad. Auntie Nikki, I know you're going to be listening to this because you are my angel and you listen to all of them and always respond to them and send me awesome voice memos that I get to listen to, and um, Uncle Jeff, freaking texted me and told me he's coming to new york and i might be home which is so sad like why the one week i'm going home but anyway that's sad but i am really excited to go home i am seeing highs of 60 and in my brain if it is over the uv of four i will be at the beach outside in a bathing suit fully just saying i will be at a beach and so that's that's my plan while i'm home i'm so excited to see ella i mentioned that in the last podcast too i'm very excited about that had a super fun weekend with the geeties this weekend the geeties came and yeah we all hung out at skylar's dorm it was so fun i loved catching up with them i just like i missed them so much it was so good to hang with them and catch up we have i feel like we haven't talked in so long and so yeah we kind of just like went out did our thing got lots of bagels we walked in central park it was literally amazing and it was so good to just like unwind for the weekend and then uh sunday did my political review paper that should be up soon ish hopefully i actually need to send that in uh i'm gonna reread it today before i send it in but that's that's getting submitted today and yeah all good things happening i mean that's my little life update. Um, kind of moving forward to the reading part. I am, let's, let's talk about current reads. What am I in the middle of? My book book that like I keep in my bag and I read for life is Half Broke Horses. And then I have like my night table books, which, um, was The Power of Now. And I kind of just go in there and supplementarily read it. I've talked about The Power of Now before. The Power of Now is a reason that this podcast is named Just Be because they uppercase the word being and that just like intrigued me. And the state of being is just so important to recognize and just kind of relax and meditate, just be whatever that means to you. For me, you know, something actually... I guess this can start a new conversation a little bit, but to me, I started picking up my books just recently. If you're like, oh, Kaylee's in college and she's reading, hi, K- 
Kaylee is about to finish school in a month and she just started reading. So let's, let's start there. I've been, again, supplementally reading just like my night table books whenever I want to, which are The Power of Now and The Mountain is You. But those are like not books for leisure. They're books because they help me give me a vision of the person that I see myself being in the future and important things I want to live by every day and stuff like that, right? That's a totally different genre to me. And I just started reading for leisure this like just recently. Um, And yeah, what led me to there was I was literally addicted to TikTok, which I feel like everyone is. And I'm absolutely I want to preface that I'm not like shaming you if you have TikTok at all and I'm not like I'm better than you because I don't have TikTok on my phone like I have it on my iPad and I deleted it because I didn't have enough storage and then I kind of just like lived life without it for a month or two and I realized that I don't need it and and granted a lot of like my for you page and I still do I, I watch reels too because Instagram and it's like easier for me and I don't spend as much time on it, but granted, like, it's good stuff. Like, if you looked at my thing, you'd be like, there's no way. Like, it's all just, like, basically just, like, self-improvement, like, stuff, and it's not like I'm funneling in, like, stupid shit all the time. So, when I do go on my reels, it's, like, I don't know. In my opinion, it's good stuff that I'm bringing in, and then, like, the occasional, like, funny video. I love that, you know? Like, you, you need mindless shit. And I am not good with that. (laughs) So, like, Marley always makes fun of me. She's like, you don't watch TV. You don't watch shows. You don't know any references. You are the worst. And I'm like, facts. It's awful knowing nothing about pop culture. Absolutely. I love, I wish that I could be, like, a film person. I'm just, like, not. And I think I, I enjoy watching stuff. Like, I think, I think a movies are more, if I was to sit down, I probably would watch a movie because it's like a sit down, watch it, mindless, cute movie, right? And you can just watch it and then it'd be done. But with shows, like, that doesn't unwind me and it never has. If I've been watching a show, I've been watching it 24-7 and it distracts me from everything because that's like the type of person I am. I have told myself, which in life, if you are trying to achieve balance, you need to allow yourself to do everything. If you're craving it, do it, right? And so in my in my head, I'm like, I can only do good stuff for my brain every day. I, the mindless shit needs to get eliminated, blah, 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 blah. Like, that is not what I'm doing by deleting TikTok. I deleted it because it's better for me to just have one app that I can watch like videos and consume kind of like mindless stuff sometimes right and put a one hour time limit on Instagram and like if I want to scroll scroll like that's my app for mindless scrolling but for me having two apps for that was like why and I was just spending way too much time on it and like whatever no other reason than that I am not cutting out scrolling once in a while because sometimes like at the end of the day I know people say don't go on your phone before bed I don't have sleeping issues I never have I know it's not great for you but sometimes I just want to after like reading writing consuming all day sometimes I just want to watch Instagram reels at the end of the day and so I allow myself to do it because I've shut myself off so many times trying to make life so serious right that's like a thing I struggle with life is so serious and that's why I love and gravitate towards people who bring out like the silliness in me sometimes they're like Kaylee shut off you know like be a normal person who is okay with relaxing you don't always need to be going to the gym or reading or journaling to be a happy person being a happy person includes making memories and smiling and laughing and like I think that neglecting mindless shit is going to make me succeed in life and then like that goes into like redefining your definition of success so for me deleting tiktok and starting to read more recently has not been a let's let's self-improve and then like stop 
in five days because you're ODing every single thing you're doing and you miss kind of doing mindless stuff. Like, no, that's not what I'm doing. That's what I've done in the past. I'm not doing that again. I'm learning from my mistakes in my past and embracing them and being like, that's so cool that I can see right now that in the past I've been like, okay, delete TikTok and then because you're addicted and never go back on and you have to make all your time limits 30 minutes a day, like blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm learning to live with Instagram on my phone and be like, do I want to go on that right now? No. Like, what's my time on that today? Like, an hour? Why do I need to be on Instagram for an hour a day, you know? And learning balance myself. Like, I don't need to set crazy time limits or anything. So, that's that. I don't want you guys to think that I'm some, like, crazy college student that is reading millions of books and knows this, knows that. I don't. (laughs) I, I don't. I'm not doing that. I consume mindless stuff. I do mindless activities. I have fun. I go out on the weekends. But I also can appreciate being able to make the time for stuff you love. And something like long-term goals of mine and things that I'm always working towards are expanding my vocabulary, being more articulate, all that shit. You know what I mean? That's important to me. That's important to the person that I am and who I want to be, who I'm becoming always. So that's why you know I read and that's why I journal and I do that type of stuff but also I'm working on with picking up books for me this time you know after like taking a break of like reading for leisure which I love doing you know it's important to me but I want to make it clear to myself that it's important to me because this is fun right that's it's a hobby I like doing it I like talking about books it's fun for me I the community around reading is a community that I want to be a part of also it moved me forward in what I just talked about being important to me and I also am not supplementing this like missing part right I'm not like supplementing this with like TikTok Yes, am I on the subway instead of going on my phone and scrolling around because I'm uncomfortable reading because I'm uncomfortable, (laughs) right? Like, that's, in that sense, yes, it's like a supplementation, but on a wider level, like if you're looking at the bigger picture, it's it's not me replacing and being like, I'm all in, like I need to be reading all the time to be this perfect person like it's not like that you know so that's important to me with reading and it's something that I've done in the past and it just like hasn't worked right and so I kind of always just want to have a book in my bag so when I'm not doing anything I can read and like when I want to relax or I don't know read it's important to me so on that note Let's kind of get into the books that I'm reading because that was a long tangent. But I also, I just felt like it was important to me because whatever. Also, my meeting, I guess, is not at one. I just looked. I actually paused me talking because it turned one and I was like, I feel like I should be getting a call right now. It's not. It's at two. So more back to back than it was before, but I'm fine with that, actually. Um, Yeah follow my goodreads account uh i don't know how to i don't know how to give this to you but if you just google or not google i sound five million years old if you have a goodreads account put in my name if you can't find me then text me and then i'll send it to you because i want to see what everyone's reading i'm super i'm so interested in it i have two friends on it right now so looking for more (laughs) but before i was actually using um fable and I got into that reading app because it was more like group-based, like community-based, and also this girl that I always looked at on TikTok for book recommendations. That's an example why I would use TikTok right there, you know, because you get great recommendations for places too. That's why I keep it on my iPad because like if I'm looking for book recommendations or anything like that, I also want to be able to go on TikTok and be like, oh, I need a restaurant or I need a book, you know. TikTok is 
amazing in that sense you find the best shit on tiktok in that realm but yeah so i got fable because this girl that i would always take book recommendations from because honestly i trust her recommendations so much i don't know her actual name so this might not be helpful but her in, like her handle is like coolest girl in the world blah. i don't know i don't know the rest of it that's probably not helpful i suck i'll find it if someone wants it but love her and she had a fable thing and i just like was i loved looking at what she was reading and the group she was doing so that's why i had it but then i kind of just fell off that app like i just didn't like it a lot they didn't have a good review system and i think that that was like more important to me and so one of my friends mentioned he was like well, get get a goodreads account and i was like actually i've been thinking about getting it for a while i should probably switch from fable to goodreads so i did that and so yeah i mean i'm giving you all my reviews on here but like i don't i don't like write out reviews on goodreads i just rate them like through five stars so you're getting like the in-depth review and i'm also not gonna give i on goodreads i rated like i don't know great gatsby animal farm communist manifesto because i've read those books and they just kept coming up and so i rated them but i'm gonna talk about popular books that everyone's talking about if i thought it would you should read if you shouldn't books i have on my want to read list and why who told me about it that's what i'm gonna be talking about today and i guess i'll first start with the books that i'm in the middle of right now <laughs> um so my book for leisure keep in my bag right now is half broke horses if you've read the glass castle i guess i'll start there in reviews because that will lead me into half broke horses which i feel like you need the glass castle review first jeanette walls wrote the glass castle and it's a memoir my mom has been talking about the glass castle since i was like a little baby baby she's loved the book forever i did it i she she kept like she kept saying i think i lent it out to someone i think i lent out the glass castle blah 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 anyway i think she did and so we ended up rebuying it and i loved it i mean memoirs for me are kind of hard i have the attention span of a goldfish and so when a book doesn't get good in the first or i wouldn't even say good if it's not like fast in the first 80 pages i get a little angry and i'm like i don't like this book um so there you go that's me presenting some of my bias if i say i don't like a book and you like it it might be for that reason and i'll totally preface that like why i don't like it so you can take that with a grain of salt but um the glass castle i'm i wouldn't say memoirs are what i gravitate gravitate towards i mean and objectively like i don't really gravitate towards classics either but the glass castle i'm pretty sure to me a classic is something like we read classics because no matter who you are you can get something out of it i think every classic that i've read even though even if it's brain oh i hate it reading it right there are some classics i just didn't like reading i did get something out of it and i do understand why people read them like you know and i guess i do now that i'm more mature reading them for school bothered the shit out of me but the glass castle going back to that i would consider it a classic because again i don't really gravitate towards memoirs i don't really gravitate towards classics to me loved the book loved Jeanette Wall's writing I thought she did a great job I'll get into a little bit what's it about and why I loved it so much but to me I think anyone could get something good out of it and that's what makes it so interesting and now I'll kind of get into the book a little bit so basically it's Jeanette Walls is writing about her childhood and the dad is an alcoholic he promises like makes all these false promises and the reason it's called the glass castle is because he's like we're gonna have a glass castle right that's his like that's his thing and so he is he's an alcoholic he makes these false promises but you do learn stuff from him too you know i don't i don't i haven't read it in a while but reading it from both of the parents and the mom is just a ditz you know she it's frustrating because she is like neglecting her kids 
it's very clear that they both do. They both have greater interest than their kids. It's frustrating to watch as an outsider because you, I don't know, I feel like in some semblance, like anyone can kind of like pick out things that these like parents did and kind of apply them to like why it would be so frustrating in like the kid's mind, right? And like also I'm just entering adulthood. So like I get like the way that Jeanette Walls was like thinking. And also it's just interesting to be able to like move. It's so, it's such an awesome book because just like moving into adulthood, like I mentioned, you're just kind of understanding that your parents are human too. And so when I was reading the glass castle i told my mom this i was like even though this book is you know great and i'm learning a lot of lessons i feel like i'm learning lessons from crazy people and then you kind of like think about it and you're like oh we're all crazy we're all crazy and we're all human and that's what growing up is you know i love my parents and my kids are gonna love me but we're all crazy people you know what i mean like <laughs> so like you're learning these lessons and you're going through life with them you know even though it seems like their life is put on pause to just be your parent it's not you know they're living their life and they're also learning lessons and it's so it's it's so cool to go through the book and kind of like be able to reflect on that a little bit and just be like okay so these people you know it brought brought me back to earth a little bit and reminded me how much we care about the material stuff because the parents are like if we have each other that's all that matters. Like, that's their big thing. And I think that that's, from what I saw, that's what Jeanette Walls took out of it. But I think that you can take these amazing lessons from your parents, right? Like, if that was something that my parents instilled and that was, like, their main thing, which I'm, I'm not saying it was or wasn't. I was just saying, like, that's what Jeanette Walls' parents were all about, right? Just like my parents had their things that they wanted to make sure they wanted to instill in me. If I disregarded it all because, I don't know, like... If, just, if, if we go through life and we kind of just, like, ignore what people say or do because, you know, like, they're crazy. We pass them out. They're crazy. They have this. They have that. Like, whatever. You know, what is that? What good is that doing for us? So, it was just really cool to be able to look at how Jeanette Walls, like, walked out of that household. And, you know, she starts it off. She, just right in the beginning, you know, she's in... New York I'm pretty sure she was in when she started it and she's like just successful author and doing all this stuff but also like you can just tell that she just has like a good attitude about like looking back at her childhood and and it it encapsulates like the kids mind so well and I think that everyone should just read it I think it was oh I'm getting like chills talking about it I don't know if I did a great job like introducing it and explaining to it you it it to you but that's why I gave it five stars. I just, oh, love, love, love it. And so right now I'm reading Half Broke Courses. So as I mentioned, the mom was one of my favorite characters. I thought she was so intriguing because she wasn't an alcoholic. And like, you want to be like, oh, she should have shielded them from that. And she should have done that. She should have done that, not neglected them. But also like, it's so cool. Like you watch her kind of like, pursue her passion like her passions are and you're like oh like you have that like frustrated like kid feeling you know but then you get like a cool lesson out of her and so I thought she was so interesting and so my mom was like when I when I told her how I loved the glass castle she was like if you love the mom read the book about the mom and it basically starts at the grandmother who lived in Arizona if you've read the book um just like a part of it is that Jeanette Wall's grandmother lives in Arizona and they don't talk much about her except except the parents don't want to take help from her, don't like her, whatever, whatever. And so it starts with that and then you get into the story of Rosemary, the mom. So cool. Just awesome. So now I'm like 140 pages in. I can't give you my full review yet, but so far I'm loving it just because I love The Glass Castle so much and I got so much out of it. Let's see. What's next? Let's talk about Bride and Prejudice. I read this in school and oh my gosh Deirdre and I we read this together and as much as I did not like having to read it like 
time period associated with it i was like this is the end of school i don't want to be reading this whatever i do love it i love the story and you want to know what i hot take i gave oh i gave pride and prejudice four stars the movie is a five star for me i love the movie that's another comfort movie of mine i if you know me la la land is like my number one comfort movie love pride and prejudice i've watched it multiple times and yeah i think jane austen has, i i really liked her writing i would like to i want to i have a few books on my list of hers but i'll get to that when i'm talking about the books that i do want to read but yeah i don't know again i think i took my own things out of it it's like in the genre of classics i'm sure everyone knows that but um yeah i just really i really liked it i don't really know there's not much to say about it also i feel like a lot of people know about it so i'll keep this brief but i gave pride and prejudice a four star kind of hard to get through language barrier wise kind of old people vibe um talking but besides that great storyline and i also do i do like the way jane austen writes but next five star of mine seven husbands of evelyn hugo holy shit i just can't with that book so good i think i read it in two days and again i told you i'm a slow reader this book just grabs you right from the beginning and i love a book like that i hate slow beginnings which i've mentioned pride and prejudice is kind of a slow beginning i think that might be why it was kind of hard to get into it also like characters are a little little hard to follow not this way i love the way taylor jenkins taylor jenkins read writes Skylar also just told me this weekend that all of her, like, there's a few books that are interconnected in crazy ways. So, that is so, I'm so excited to read the books that I have on my list for her. But, kind of getting into this specific, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. She, basically, Evelyn Hugo is at a, like, older age. She's this A-list celebrity, right? And um she wants to give the story of her life so she calls up this girl and the end there's like obviously like in the beginning you can tell like this girl was chosen for a reason you know and you basically get the story of evelyn hugo and each husband that she had and you just get all the tea on evelyn hugo and she it's just like a really well-written book and super engaging you're always like jaw just dropped at every chapter super cool and it's also like obviously i got lessons out of it i get lessons out of a lot of the books i read and i can go into that but in all honesty it's a beach read it's a quick read it's a wonderfully written book i don't have enough good things to say and i cannot wait to read more taylor jenkins read on another note atomic habits that is one self-helpy book that i read just like as a leisure book and definitely i i not not my preferred thing i think that's when i realized i liked to read this stuff supplementally because it's just like kind of heavy i mean my mom was talking about how she like kind of rotates and i i i get it i get that like that's kind of what i do in a way just in my own way that works for me but she's like if i read a self-help book then i'll do like a light mystery or something after you know what i mean nothing like gray gray you know a lot of self-help can put you into a spiral sometimes um but yeah so i just like having books like this on my nightstand totally think you should read it love 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 atomic habits and i i don't want to like say necessarily like what i got out of this book because i don't really want to influence that sense so a lot of like the self-helpy books i'll just be like i got a lot a lot of good stuff out of it i gave this a four star um writing was easy it was engaging you know it was kind of funny and so i don't know i also love james clear the author i did listen to a podcast of his if you want the link to that podcast i can send it to you but that shows you i got a lot of good stuff out of the book to the fact that i loved the author so much that i went and i listened to more of what he has to say on a podcast after i finished it so atomic habits is great i feel like a lot of the self-helpy books I utilize every single one of them in my everyday life in different ways and what I get out of it is going to be different than what you get out of it. Also, coming from someone who 
I, I feel like for from Atomic Habits, what I got out of it is going to be different than the general population, especially if you're going in to read a book about habits, you're probably trying to fix them, but in a way, or, or fix your relationship with building habits and learn how to build habits. But my issue, when I read this book, I kind of went into it with like, oh, I know how to build the habit, babe. And when I do, I overdo it. And I don't know how to execute them because I have a very hard time executing all my plans I have in life because ADHD. And so that's kind of what I went in for it. And I got that. If that helps you at all to kind of like gauge if you would like the book, I think that you would like it no matter what your relationship is with building habits. So wonderful read. <laughs> anyway, on that self-helpy vibe, everyone should read The Four Agreements. I say you need to read this book. I, it's such an easy read. And out of like all the self-help books that I've read, I think that it's most applicable to everyone. And that's, and that's why everyone reads it. I feel like so many people that I know have read The Four Agreements. And there's a reason. Trust me on this. I, again, I don't want to infiltrate what you take out of this book. Oh, wow. Love, love, love The Four Agreements. I think that as much as it's wonderful to read a bunch of self-helpy books, this is just one of those type of books you can sit down, read it in a day, and take so much out of it. And each and everything was so, like, the four, the four agreements, right? They're so concise, that, and they're so easy to apply and kind of critically think on a little bit. Oh, love the four agreements. I think everyone should read it. Um, I, hey, Deirdre, if you're watching this, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think I just need to mention it. I gave Rich Dad, Poor Dad three stars because, bitch, what in what world do I read finance books? I don't. At all. But I can't lie and say that the book wasn't kind of engaging. If you are not really, like, into finance or business world, um, me and Deirdre, we took a business class in high school and Miss Rocha gave us this book had it as a joke in my car actually ended up reading it i actually honestly it might have been one of those supplemental supplemental type books that i would just like pick up because i'm in my car at chappie and i have nothing to read i read a good amount of it if anything it's pretty good it's i can't even lie dear just probably giggling as she's watching that she's like what the actual fuck kaylee it's been in my it's been in my car since i got it and I just ended up picking it up, and it's pretty good. If you do want to, like, kind of get into financial stuff. Also, I'm so bad with finances, it was really good for me to read it. So, I don't know. As someone who knows nothing about business or finances, pretty good book. I gave it three stars. I mean, would I read it again? No. But, glad I did. Um, looking for Alaska. <sighs> Great book. Everyone loves John Green. John Green is just a great writer. A lot of people know... Actually, everyone knows the Greens. The Greens are great people. Hank Green, John Green, just, like, awesome people. And they also have a good podcast. I mean, like, it's kind of quirky and weird, but, like, they're just adorable, and they know so much, and they're just awesome. But I, I'm i not going to, like, spend too much time on The Fault in Our Stars because I feel like everyone and their moms has, like, at least watched the movie, but... In my opinion, movie's better than the book. Sorry. And I gave, I would give, I think I gave, um, I'm looking right now. I gave The Fault in Our Stars three stars because it's a, it's an okay book. I read it a long time ago. Movie's just, movie's just unbeatable. Like there's some, listen, I'm a big, I get it if you like the book more than the movie a lot of the times because I do too, but I, I can't stand by that for The Fault in Our Stars, sorry. But Looking for Alaska, I think, is a way better book than The Fault in Our Stars, and it's a really easy read. I read it in the beginning of quarantine. I wasn't really reading. I just needed to do something besides watch shows and sit out in my front lawn all day. So I picked up Looking for Alaska. Um, I think Charlotte gave me the recommendation, literally, again, in quarantine, and I thought it was great. I really liked it. I read it sophomore year, though, so... I can't give you, like, the greatest synopsis of it, but basically it's just about the sporting school and 
Alaska's the main character, and then there's, I don't, I think his name is Pudge? Don't even quote me on that. Again, I read the sophomore year, but they basically just, like, kind of have, like, a little love story cute thing, but it's, like, not really a love story. She's, like, kind of cray-cray, but I don't know. This is an awful synopsis of the book. You should probably look it up on Wikipedia because, again, I read a sophomore year. But I remembered really liking it. And also, I'm telling you this because even though I read it so long ago, because if you are not really into reading right now and you're listening to this, you're like, I'm looking for good book recommendations. Good book to get back into reading too. Just saying. So that's why I added that on here. Half of Yellow Sun. Favorite book that I've had to read for class. Um, I don't think a lot of the people that I had class with would agree with this. A lot of people thought reading it was like a hella drag. Loved this book. Um, It's by, ignore me if I butcher this, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. The first name is a little hard for me to say. I apologize. Obsessed with her. If you don't read Half of Yellow Sun, which you should, and learn about the Nigerian war because it's so interesting to me, again, I'm a history person, haven't found a lot of historical fiction that I love, and so this was my kind of like gateway drug to historical fiction. I was like, I really like this. I just need to find the right types of books that I like, and so this kind of got me more into the historical fiction world. Loved it so much. I wrote a research paper on the Nigerian war last semester. If you don't read Half of Yellow Sun, go listen to her TED Talks. She is amazing and Beyonce I'm pretty sure quoted her in one of her songs just saying so she's amazing or or something along those lines I'm pretty sure though something with Beyonce and and Adichie happened and that's when you know she's a boss ass bitch love her she has a lot of good stuff on feminism and a lot of good stuff on uh I don't know just like implicit biases racism xenophobia she talks she she's great love her read Half of Yellow Sun if you're into historical fiction, you are like, what's the Nigerian war? Great book, super eye-opening, and if you're a history person, you would like this. Movie, though, is not good. Like, the movie's ass. I mean, like, if you want to just, like, learn about the Nigerian war, watch the movie, but definitely, definitely read the book. 10 million times better. Ooh, Little Fires Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere is mid. If I haven't watched the show, I'm pretty sure it's a show on Netflix or Hulu or something, Little Fires Everywhere. I would do that instead of reading it. I did like the book. I thought it was like an interesting plot. I'm not really interested in like, I don't know. I felt like it was, it was kind of like mystery-y. I hated the ending. Oh my god. The ending was really bad. Um... I just didn't really like the book. I'm sure that it made a really good show. I could see how it would make a really good show. Really didn't like the book. It took me so long to finish. Again, super, super slow beginning. It's like kind of blech. I, again, it's like, I don't even know. I don't even really want to get into it, the plot line because I would just like recommend you watch the show. But basically, it's about this weird town. It's called like Shaker Heights. And it's about this family they're the Richardsons and they're just like kind of a strange family and one of the kids it starts with like one of the kids there's fire happening and then everyone's like oh it was the kid and then sorry skip forward if you don't want the spoiler like it literally was in the end like bruh I did good good thing I don't know it was also about like adopting this like Chinese American baby and like, it was an interesting plot line. I will give it that. It just, like, wasn't executed well. It was, like, super slow. The ending was horrible. But genuinely, like, I know I haven't watched it yet, but everyone has said the show is, like, phenomenal. So, watch the show. But even though I haven't. Ooh. Let's get into Colleen Hoover. I also have to wrap this up soon, so bear with me. Um, But Colleen Hoover is one of those authors that... I like, personally, again, this is me, I like her because you get to know the characters really quick, you get pulled in by the characters really quick, you learn to love them, you learn to hate them, and the book goes super fast from there. Again, I hate slow beginnings, so for me, these are awesome. 
Colleen Hoover gets a lot of hate on her writing, like, if she's a good writer and author. Is she Jane Austen? No, she's not. She's not Jane Austen. Is she, does she write a great plot and story? Yeah. Are they really quick? Yeah. Should you grab one before you go to the beach? Yeah. It Ends With Us was so good to me. I gave it three stars. Bear with me. I really liked it. It was good. Great introduction to Colleen Hoover. Plot was great. Got really into the characters. That's like one thing that I love a good, I love a good story that you get into the characters. One of my fave things about that book. But I gave it three stars because Verity, five star Colleen Hoover book. Maybe a four star on the general level. Oh my god. It Ends With Us was was good. It was a good storyline. It was basically like about this girl and she has a flower shop and she meets this man and then, and then you know, childhood boy comes back and you kind of love him and then you love Ryle and then you hate Ryle. It's like this big thing. Like, are you on team Ryle or are you on team whatever the other guy's name is? I honestly forget. I read it a long time ago. But it's good in that sense. I'm just excited to talk about Verity though. You should read It Ends With Us first though because it's a good introduction to Colleen Hoover. Then you need to read Verity. Oh my god, I can't even contain myself. It is so good. It's like a mystery and I'm not even into mysteries. It's a mystery and it's so good. Basically, it's about like this author. Her name's like Lowen and she was, she was like hired for like a specific reason and that you don't really get into until the end and basically Verity is this like famous author her book needs to get finished and Lowen is hired to like just like live in their house and like read all her shit get to like play the character Verity get into the mind and then finish her book and it's just like this crazy fucking plot line and again I read it in like a day and holy crap so good so good read Verity read Verity read Verity read Verity um small small great things oh wait wait no before i get into small great things i want to talk about ugly love that's another colleen hoover that i have read ugly love is good kate liked it kate um one of my friends liked it better than it ends with us i did not agree with that i did like ugly love i liked it ends with us better so on my colleen hoover i've read it so far ranking uh i've read I would say Verity is obviously at the top, it ends with us, then Ugly Love. They're all good though. Like they're really quick reads, really good. Oh god, why do I keep doing that? Um I read Ugly Love like literally one sitting on the way to Hawaii. Um it was just really good. And Verity I read while I was at Levitate. <laughs> like in like in the morning before everyone else woke up. It was so good and even hung over a shit at levitate i was reading it so that's how good it is summer i turned pretty sorry i don't really care if this is a hot take i do not want know why people our age are talking about the summer i turned pretty if i expected it to be kind of like a just like a kid like cute little thing like i get it right? It's kind of just, like, mindless, and I don't know. I, I, I think, I think I'm thinking about my nana. She loves reading, like, cute little kid stories and going to, like, kids' movies. If I was expecting that, I don't think I would have, like, disliked it as much as I did. Everyone was talking about it as if it was, like, life-changing. It's, it's not that great. Like, sorry. It's an okay, like, plot line. It's mid. It's about this girl who, likes both brothers that she's been summering with and she's like just growing up her they call her belly i hated that sorry um anyway she's like in love with both the brothers it's like a summer love story like again it's a beach read don't go into it with super high expectations though you're probably gonna read it in a day and it's probably i also didn't read it at the beach i that was one of my first mistakes i read it in the middle of the winter hated it sorry I think I would have liked it a little bit better. I gave it a two on um, Goodreads, but I just, it was, it wasn't wonderful. I'll just leave it at that. 
hated Brave New World. Sorry, I need to throw that in. I need to. Colleen loved it. I hate dystopian shit. Again, I get why it's a classic. Like, when I read classics and stuff like Brave New World and... I don't know. Like, just The Outsiders, Pride and Prejudice, of Mice and Men, stuff like that. I get it. Like, I get why Brave New World is, like, a dystopian novel that we should be reading. Especially in, like, our time. No. For me... It's a no for me. I gave it a one star. It was like a drag for me to read. It's just never something I would pick up and read. Not a dystopian novel type of gal. An American Marriage was really good. I also had to read this for school one year and I just remember really enjoying it. And also if it's just a, it's a good essay kind of like around the themes of like race and I don't know, like the American dream. And I don't know for me, I really liked it. It's a great book to write about if you need to like analyze some sort of book or something i don't know school related or whatever but it's just a really good conversation around like the american dream race whatever i'm just reiterating what i'm already saying but i don't want to really give you this is another book i think you should look up the the what it's about because it's going to give a better picture than me because the last time i read it was i think junior senior year if summer so very long time ago but really good book i remember really liking that one uh all the light we cannot see this is like a really really popular historical fiction book and when i just had read half of yellow sun oh it's two okay well my meeting's supposed to be going on right now but i guess i'm i'm waiting on a phone call so i'm just gonna keep talking until i get the phone call but um (laughs) Anyway, I had very high expectations for All the Light We Cannot See because I was like, I'm in my historical fiction era. Like, I really loved Half Yellow Sun. With that said, I was very, very, very underwhelmed with this book considering it had so many reviews. And I also know that it has been on the reading list for my school for years. I never would have been able to get through this book if I was not older. Like, it took me so long to read as a 18-year-old girl who I feel like is interested in history. Like, I don't really find this stuff dry objectively. It was just, like, didn't love the writing. It was very slow. It was fine. I mean, like, it it was, like, a good... it It was a good story, but and the plot was good but i just don't really i didn't love the writing and that's really that i didn't i don't have anything awful to say about it i give it three stars i would think i was just salty at the ending to be honest i didn't like how it ended um but basically it's about this um girl she lives in paris and she's like super close with her dad and then the nazis occupy paris and, like, a big thing in this is that, like, she's blind, so that's, like, a big part of it. That makes it more interesting. That sounds fucked. But, like, you get it. Like, that was, like, a, it was a part of the story. And then it's, and then there's, like, this other story about a boy, and then their worlds end up, like, interconnecting amid the situation going on. And I don't know. I don't think it was, like, a super hard-to-read book. It was just kind of, like, slow and no crazy plot twists. There's not really tons of moral complexity. It's just kind of like simple. And I don't know. And I might have liked it a little. I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. And, and that's all I really have to say about it. I think that through like an academic setting, I've kind of just been presented better texts about the Holocaust and Nazis I, I don't know. I just like, I think it was just like a hard book to get through. And I don't know, not my fave. I think that I I also do know that that author, Anthony Doerr, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I know people love him, but in my opinion, it's just like a really hard book to get through. Also, (laughs) these other women came up to me at a beach when I was reading it and she, they said the same exact thing. So I feel a little bit more justified in my conversation about All the Light We Cannot See because people love it and I liked it 
and I thought it was good. It wasn't great, though. And the old women that came up to me talking about Anthony Dewar also said the same thing. <laughs> so, um, I forget if I... I think when I was talking about Holly and Colleen Hoover, I got distracted when I saw Small Great Things by Jodi Picoult. Would love to say that that book is amazing. It kind of reminds me, it gives me same vibes as The American Marriage. If it's, they're both revolving around like a more like law sense of things when it comes, well, everything's interconnected, right? Especially with racism, institutionalized racism. And Jodi Picoult has a, it was wonderful story i don't honestly i read it a long time ago i read it a summer ago not this whatever summer i went to california i remember i read it in the plane right there it was really good really really good i remember like finishing it and i just like wanted to tell my dad about it he did not care we have been on a plane for six hours he didn't want to hear about it but i wanted to tell him and he heard and he listened he's so good with that like genuinely i always like I'm like, I just want to talk to you about this. And he's like, okay. And then just always listens, even though like, I don't know, I could t- talk to him about makeup and he'd be like, cool. I'm glad you like it, <laughs> you know, but it was one of those situations. So there's that. Also, I don't know. And then, so the rest of the books I kind of have on here, those are like, those are my faves. And then also I mentioned that I was reading like supplementally right now, <laughs> actually, I'm in the middle of the audiobook of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Love it. I think everyone should read it. I've been, like, in my notes app when I am listening to it. I'll go in and I have, like, my little notes app of things that I have, I took out of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Love it. I think it's really good for a person like me. You guys know me. I've talked about, like, I don't know. Reading self-help books is kind of hard because I get, like, really wrapped up into it. And it's, like, you don't want to always you don't always want to feel like you're healing it's just it's you you're ever growing ever evolving and what you're doing is not to be this person you know I'm not like looking at a person that I want to see in the future I want to see me always gradually becoming my best self whatever that means whatever that is at the time I know that I know me and I know that I'm a good person and I have a clear path forward I see very clearly I know what I want and whatever I'm doing at the time is enough you know I need to start thinking more that way and when you get into like reading journaling and reading self-help books you kind of get wrapped up into this thing where you're like learning such good stuff and at least for me like I you're getting to this trap of healing and I actually but this girl that I follow on Instagram, I mentioned her in the podcast about, like, eating and stuff. She, her name's, like, Hannah, Hannah, I want to say Hannah Harrell, but she's one of the fitness people I follow. I'm not fitness, I'm fashion people I follow. Uh, her name's Hannah, or, or Wholesome Han on Instagram or whatever. And, um, she's just awesome. And she posted something about, like, always feeling like you're healing and, it was a it was a long time ago. Again, I know I keep saying this, but if you want me to send you like the Instagram post and the podcast that I listened to on it, it was like a really good thing, and that just, it just brought that to my attention. So I don't know. I think that I read these like self help books, and again, just keep like these little like thoughts that I and things that I take out of it, and I keep them in the back of my head, and that's all I do with them. You know what I mean? Like I don't revolve my life around them. I think that a lot of the lessons you learn, and a lot of the lessons that these people learned that wrote. The books that I'm reading right now, Settle Art, Not Giving a Fuck, Power of Now, The Mountain is You. I think that, like, I don't want to say that I don't like any of them. I just feel like some are more applicable to my life than not. Like, Atomic Habits, if you have an issue kind of building habits, I feel like a lot of people gravitate towards that and it would help them a lot. Gratefully, it helped me a lot in, like, the conversation that I had when I mentioned it in this. But, so The Mountain is You is great, but I just haven't seen it be very applicable to my life you know I think that I might maybe pause on the mountain as you and then come back to it when I feel like I need that message a little bit more the subtle art of not giving a fuck I need that message bad I need it bad and so I've been listening to it that has been great for me if you're similar to me maybe that'll be great for you (laughs) um and then the power of now is just a book that I feel like everyone could read so 
I don't know if that helps you maybe like pluck out some of the help self-helpy books that I've read and I'm like I don't know you can they're kind of you, you can tell what they're about just by the um title but that's kind of how I pluck out my self-help books and figure out which ones I want to read at the time and anyway those are like my those are my books that I've read those are the ones that I've liked oh my god I have to say this before I go. Actually, I'm going to kind of talk about books that are on my radar next, my next reads. But before I do anything, do not read They Bolta in the end. I don't want to say that actually. I retract. I don't recommend it. You can read it. Didn't love it. I'm going to end it there. They Bolta in the end. Could not get through it. People were raving about it on TikTok. Not my thing. Um, anyway, now I'm going to go through books that are on my radar. I'm going to tell you guys the next books that I'm going to read for sure. Daisy Jones and the Six, because Taylor Jenkins Reid is wonderful. Um, what other books? Okay, oh, I also would love to read Where the Crawdads Sing. These are, like, my top tops. Also, Malibu Rising, Song of Achilles, um, Normal People. Uh, people said they didn't like that. I really want to read that one. <laughs> also, I've heard awesome things about Crying at H Mart. People say awesome things. Everything I Know About Love. I also have Untamed, um, Jill Gady gave that to, like, all of our friends, and that's, like, a memoir, Kara said she loved it, um, I would like to read The Alchemist, people love that book, Educated is a one very high on my list, that's a memoir too, and I just, I know I'm gonna like that one, people love it, um, some Jane Austen, I'd like to read Sense and Sensibility, and Emma, classic vibe a picture of dorian gray the picture of dorian gray i want to read eat pray love controversial views on that but like hella people have read that i feel like i need to uh what are some other books Ooh, the oh on a historical fiction vibe gentleman in moscow and the tattooist of auschwitz i'd like to read those ones also heard great things about a breath when breath becomes air awesome things about that one um yeah oh actually my mom just gave me a book it's by um augustin burroughs i don't know if i'm saying that right but she gave me he wrote running with scissors i like to read running with scissors and then my mom gave me the book after that that he read and so i don't know she liked it so i might read that one that's on my list how uh, oh the power of a habit it's like it's i guess this is a part of the name i don't know why we do what we do in life and business that one seemed cool i actually picked that book up almost bought it didn't got atomic habits instead later on i'd like to read you're a badass i've heard great things about that the happiness project oh my gosh i've had that um that's on my mom's bookshelf actually and i've had i've been wanting to read that for a long time didn't get around to it yet Beach read, great things. I've also heard controversial um, stuff on Emily Henry's writing, so I would really like to read her stuff. I also have the honey, the unhoneymooners on my list. Ooh, Carrie Soto is back. Taylor Jenkins read too. I'd love to do that. After I read Beach read, oh my gosh, this is a crazy speed round, but I do need to do a meeting right now. <laughs> but Book Lovers by Emily Henry. After I read Beach read. Again, I have a lot of Emily Henry on here. Ooh, Mad Honey, Jodi Picoult. That's like my next Jodi Picoult book. If you can't tell, I have so... Ooh, Marley said Islands of the Lost Girls. I've heard great things about All Quiet on the Western Front. That's more historical fiction. Marley also recommended Hood Feminism. I'd love to read that one. Uh, what other ones? Ooh, I do want to read It Starts With Us because I did read It Ends With Us and I did really like it and I think that would be a good beach read. Reminders of Him, also heard good things about that one. That has one of her, like, highest ratings, so I'm gonna have to do that. A Court of Thorns and Roses, also great things about this one. Moral of the story, I have a lot of books I'm excited about. I cannot wait. I thought I hope that I gave you some good book recommendations with the ones I want to read, but also just keep in mind, they might not be awesome, but I've heard great things about them, and yeah. So, if you want to give me book recommendations or tell me about books that you love, please do. I have to go meet with my cultural anthropology professor 
and put this up. I feel like it was all over the place because I have a million meetings today and wanted to get this up and talk about books because I've been so excited about them recently. And yeah, so I hope this was good. Also, oh, I also need to say my synopsis of the book were just god awful. Guys, a lot of these books I haven't read in a really long time. I just like rate them based on like how I remember I felt after. I have the memory of a literal goldfish. If you actually want to like get an idea of the book, definitely look it up. It's like uh, my little like brief summaries. Some of them I didn't even try because I was just like I would not have done it justice, but that was that was I actually was thinking about that as I was um doing this and I was like, "Oh god." But anyway, thank you so much for listening. It's 3 o'clock. I have to hop on Zoom now, but I hope this wasn't super dry and it was kind of engaging and you liked hearing me talk about books and follow me on Goodreads and I'll see you guys next week.